Welcome to the Doing Business in English podcast. I'm your host, Chrysia, and I'm going to share with you tips, advice, and conversations to help you improve your business English. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to episode 12 of the Doing Business in English podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about some of the challenges people face in business English. And I think you're going to recognize yourself, at least in some of these stories. I want you to picture this scenario. It could actually be your situation. So we have someone who speaks English comfortably. You know, you can have a conversation with someone you meet on the street or in a cafe. You have friends maybe who aren't from the same country as you, and you can have a conversation with them in English. No problem. You speak English. Maybe it's not your language of choice, but you can speak English. But here's where the problem comes. You get to work And for some reason, whether it's a visiting colleague from another country, or it could be a new client who's from, you know, who's not from your country. In a lot of companies, there are changes in the company structure. Maybe you're taken over by another company. And all of a sudden, the language switches to English. There's a huge problem with this because all of your work experience from you know, from the time you started working there until now, has been in your own language. In the blink of an eye, everything that you do now depends on how well you can communicate in English. It's kind of unfair, isn't it? You you go from being this experienced, educated, knowledgeable person in your job to becoming, it kind of gets reduced to, can you make a good sentence in English? And I know that's not fair. And the reality is you should be able to put your best foot forward at work. And it can be really hard when the language is switched on you and all of a sudden it's in English. So one of the problems that comes up right away is people lose their confidence. You're sitting there, maybe it's in a meeting, you have something to say, and you try to come up with the right sentence in English. And the words just swim around in your head. You can't get exactly the right structure So instead of saying anything and putting up your hand, you sit there quietly and let the meeting go on. I know that many of you have been in this situation. It may be that you're turning down an opportunity to work with a foreign client because you know that if you have to sit there and explain yourself in English or do your job in English, you're not going to be able to do it as well as you can in your own language. And that is so frustrating and so demotivating. And it can bring up so many feelings inside. And I know because I'm working with people who are doing this, but also because it's happened to me. I live here in Denmark. I've learned Danish and I have to have business conversations with people, you know, to sell lightning English. And I have to have these conversations sometimes in Danish. And it can be really hard to know that, oh my gosh, if I were doing this in my own language, I would sound so educated and knowledgeable. But as soon as I switch to this other language, I don't even know what they're thinking of me. So then what do we do? How do we make sure that what you say in a business situation truly reflects who you are when you speak English? It's a really tough challenge. And I know many of you may be thinking, okay, yeah, that's actually impossible. I'm never going to be as fluent in English as I am in my own language. So what's the point of even trying? especially those of you who've tried literally everything. You've gone to English courses, you've read books, you're watching TV, you're trying to do everything you can to improve your English, 
And then what happens? You still end up in that same situation where you're stumbling over words. You listen to your voice when you speak English and you're like, oh my God, I sound horrible. I know that. I've seen you. I've worked with people like you. And guess what? I've helped them to get past it. And not in a year or two years, within weeks, sometimes a couple of months, but often within weeks, they're already seeing a change and they're already able to go into these situations where they never would have imagined themselves before. So the question is, how is it possible for a person who has a very specialized job Maybe you're some kind of doctor and all of a sudden you need to do your reports in English. That is super specialized. And I, as an English teacher, am not a doctor and I don't know all of the vocabulary that you need for these medical reports. If you're in politics, I don't know the terms that you need to use to talk about the issues that you're facing, but that's not how I work. What I do as your guide, as your English coach is show you where to find the information that you need. I give you techniques for making it very simple to incorporate this new language into your working English. When I say your working English, I don't mean your English at work. Of course, that's what I'm talking about. But I mean your active English, those words that just pop into your mouth when you need them, that you can say without thinking. It's really important that when you're doing business in English, you're not focusing on constructing sentences. You're not struggling to figure out what the next word is. You're not trying to figure out what the grammar rule is that applies to this because you don't have time for that. You need to focus on the message that you're sharing and not on the language that you're using to share it with. And so when I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, this is exactly what we work on. We work on making sure that all of the language that they need, all of the grammar that they need is not something that they've learned. It's something that just comes to them when they need it. And I'm so happy when a student comes to me and says, oh my gosh, you'll never guess what happened. I went and had a conversation that I would not have had three weeks ago, or I was asked to chair a meeting and I said, yes, I would never have said yes before. So this just lights me up because this is really the point of what I do. When I have people in my course, I use exactly the same techniques. It's really about giving you the tools so that you can, on a daily basis, simply, quickly, and easily incorporate English into your daily life. And not just all English. It's not about, you know, go and watch friends so that you learn how to speak English. It's about finding exactly the right source material, finding where you are going to find the words and the grammar and the, the proper language to communicate what you need to communicate at work. So that when you're in that work situation, you've already been there. You've already used that language. You've already put these words together. And now they come out without you thinking about them. And you can focus on doing your job and not putting together English sentences in your head. Now, I know that a couple of episodes ago, I promised you that you would get a new podcast episode every week, but here's the deal. I've been getting more and more one-to-one -one private students, and I've been really focusing on making sure that everything I do in Lightning English helps my business English clients to become better at speaking English at work. 
I want them to be confident. I want them to feel comfortable. I want their English to come naturally to them. And I've been working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes to make this happen. In addition, I've been getting more and more one-to-one clients. I've also been teaching business English workshops. I do this in Copenhagen and in Aarhus. So contact me if that's something you're interested in. But this combination means that I have not had the same amount of time as I had before to create social media posts and podcast episodes and all of these other things that I'm also doing. So I've had to kind of figure out where my priorities are and where my time is going to go. And I know you can relate. We're all busy and we have to figure out where is the best use of our time. So keeping that in mind, I'm still giving you podcast episodes. I'm going to do them as often as I can, because right now I'm rebuilding my website. You're going to go ahead and take a look now because this is the before picture. And in a couple of weeks, I will share with you the after, um, because I want it to be easier for you to understand what it is that you can become when you work with me. I want you to understand that you don't need to feel this fear and nervousness and frustration when it comes to business English. I want you to understand that I can help you to get past this, whether you're a lawyer, a PR consultant, someone in retail, uh, software development, all of these industries, I can help you. I don't need to know your individual field in order to help you to get the English that you need to operate in your field. The other thing that I also focus on helping you with is your confidence. I want you to know that when you're in a situation where you need business English, that you've got this. And that's what I'm hearing from my private students right now. They're saying, wow, I've got this. And then I know they're in the right place and that we're on the right track. When you know that you can walk into a business situation in English and still come across experienced and confident and knowledgeable, then I know that I've done my job. So I want you to really think about what you want from your business English. When you're in a business English conversation, think about how it sounds to the other person. If you don't sound like you're confident, if you sound like you're unsure, and this obviously comes because you're thinking about what word to say, what grammar to use, or whatever, you want it to be right. So you sound like you're not quite sure, but the person listening to you doesn't realize that it's because you're not sure about your English. It can actually sound like you're unsure about yourself. You're unsure about your job. You're unsure about what you're telling them. And that can be devastating. What I want you to do is really start thinking about your confidence. Think about how confident you sound when you use English at work. And if you're in a hurry to sound more confident, if you're really pushing yourself to get to the point where you can walk into a room and make a presentation in English and look and sound and feel confident, then get in touch with me. I still have a couple of places for for one-to-one students. But if you're not ready for that yet, if you just want to get started and dip your toe in and feel out, you know, well, what are some little things I can do right now without committing to -to one-to-one lessons? I want you to go to lightningenglish.com slash bizguide, B-I-Z-G-U-I-D-E. And I've changed this from business guide because I know it can be hard to spell, but lightningenglish.com slash 
biz guide. I'll put the link in the show notes underneath this podcast episode. When you click on that link, you're going to be asked to give your email and your first name so that I can add you to my mailing list. But I'm going to send you a PDF business guide and you can either read the PDF or there's an option to watch the video where I actually read it to you. So if that's even too much, I'll read you the business guide and give you some tips where you can start improving your business English right now, today. So go to lightningenglish.com slash biz guide, download the business guide, and then let me know what problems you're having in business English. Have I named some of them in this episode? Or do you have completely different problems that maybe I haven't even thought about? I'd love to hear what you're dealing with and what your situation is. These are some of the challenges that I help my one-to-one students, business English course students, and also my online course students to work through. And I'd love to help you with them as well. So if these are some of the problems that you're also having, get in touch because I can help you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Doing Business in English. If you like the podcast, please give me a rating in your podcast app. I'm on a lot of different podcast platforms, so it's really hard for me to get into all of the comments. So if you have a comment for me, I highly suggest that you send me an email at chrisia at lightningenglish.com and I will read it personally and get back to you. Often people write to me and I send back a video response. I really enjoy doing these video responses to emails. So go ahead and if you have a question or Um, a comment for me, especially about the podcast, about topics you want me to include in the future, write to me and I'll get back to you. If you know of anyone else who's struggling with English at work, please share this podcast episode with them. Let them know that they're not alone. I know that all of you out there are feeling, when you have these feelings of frustration or nervousness, you feel like you're alone. It can feel like everyone else in the office speaks better English than you, or they feel comfortable and you don't. It's not true. A lot of people are suffering through this. So if you share this maybe with a colleague or a friend who is also having trouble with English, I'm sure they'll really appreciate the fact that someone else is experiencing this with them and you guys can bond over that. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.